This episode brought to you by AudibleTrial.com slash horror version for a 30 days free and a book to get you started for your book recommendation, Jen Ferratu. It's me. Hey guys, today I am recommending Cell by Stephen King. It is, is it a C-E-L-L or C-E-L-L. Okay. Yes. Thank okay. you for clarifying. Just like to make sure. the cell phone. What? Yes. It's a zombie apocalypse movie. So guys, check out Cell on Audible by Stephen King. Yeah, you should read it. Definitely. It's fantastic. You shouldn't read it. You should listen to well, it. that's true, yeah. Hey, these are our batshit insane Patreon shoutouts. Oh, oh, yeah, we should let you guys know. This episode also brought to you by uh, Nick, <laughs> Nick B. B. All right, Nick B, fun fact. Let's do it. He got an advent calendar for his dog, his German oh. Shepherd. What? Oh, does it have little treats in it? Little yeah. dog bones? Oh, you're right. That's How, adorable. Does his dog have enough self-control not to just destroy that thing? I don't think the I dog think opens, opens it. it. Yeah. Oh, it's not like just a series of doggy doors? <laughs> no. <laughs> and he can poke his head in and get that a little That sounds also. huge and That's expensive. That's so cute. Yeah. My mom said she got me an advent calendar when I was a kid, and I just ate all the chocolate in one <laughs> sitting, and so she never got me another one. That's what I'm picturing. What How old you? were you? 15. <laughs> <laughs> this episode also brought to you by Matthew, Matthew H. H. Matthew. Matthew to save Christmas from Krampus because Krampus was going and he stole a bunch of the toys for Toys for Tots. <gasps> what? That's a Krampus move right It is there. a Krampus yeah. move. Hey, Not- at least he didn't steal the kids though. Well, he was going to give them to rich families who had more than enough toys. <laughs> anyway, so Matthew had to go swoop down with his Mary Poppins umbrella. Is it red and white striped for Christmas? Absolutely. And then the, the, the handle is a candy cane. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his first Christmas. So he goes and he beats Krampus up and returns <gasps> the toys for tots to the children. Did he nice. stab Krampus in the face with a, his umbrella? No, Krampus lived to fight another day. Of course oh. he did. Mm-hmm. You... Matthew lost a toe fighting <gasps> him. Uh, you know, your toes really affect your balance. They the, do. The middle right one. Middle right one. <laughs> How did that happen? It was a Christmas miracle. He stepped on it with his hoop and it got infected. This episode also brought to you by Rebecca. Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. This one's pretty bad. Are you guys ready? I'm so ready. Jen, turn your ears off. I apologize, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. How you doing? Rebecca. Shouldn't you be on the top of the tree, Angel? No. (laughs) The cadence of that one was awesome. (laughs) That's true. So once you tidy up your place and you want to host some sort of party, Mm -hmm. get some Christmas Disney-themed ears for your head face at Straight On Tell Disney. Oh, right. This episode also brought to you by Cody Cody Roy. Roy. Hey, Cody Roy. Cody Roy's a time cop. Yes. yes. But during the Christmas season. Uh, he's a Yule time cop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, he knew that kids back in old timey days were sad. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's also a woodworker. Right. Okay. So he traveled back to 1589. Oh, okay. wow. This and is very specific. He invented the first rocking horse. Oh. Did oh. you Google when was the first wooden rocking horse invented? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Cody Roy. Cody Roy, you are doing it right. This episode also brought to you by Red. Hey, Red. So Red's scared of some stuff. Yeah. Yes. So you guys know Scooby-Doo? I do. Mm -hmm. Well, Red, he can't drive his car in reverse. What? How does that have anything to do with Scooby-Doo? Well, it's because he like hit reverse one time. Yeah. And he he just ran over the dog and it lost the leg. Oh, it's a tri dog. Well, he and it looked just like Scooby Doo, and like the owner like really leaned into that, so it had like the same collar and everything. Is that why you asked us if we know about Scooby Doo? Yeah, because you wanted us to picture a three legged Scooby Doo. Yeah, he can't chase ghosts anymore. Oh, he he had to retire. He can't chase 
Much can he of eat Scooby Snacks? Yeah, I mean, he can eat Scooby <laughs> yeah. Snacks. Yeah, I mean, he's still got his mouth gin. This episode also brought to you oh. by Ryan, Ryan, which means Jen has to be mad at somebody. Oh. That's not Mikey or me. She's good at that. <laughs> yeah, that's not Mikey or Todd. Definitely not Mikey or Todd. Definitely not in air quotes. Yeah, let me tell you the truth about Ryan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ryan hates musicals. Oh, yeah. God. Ryan yeah. ruins musicals for people who just want to sit on chairs and watch them and have their moment where they cry a little bit and are afraid that Ryan is going to ruin that moment for them. Yeah. I did not get to watch this musical to completion because of Whoa. Ryan. What kind of completion are you talking about? It doesn't matter because I completed the movie. Oh. I mean, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a real D-bag move, Ryan. <laughs> Wanky. Ryan, thank you for letting me vent. <laughs> Ryan, it's time to change your Patreon shout-out. Please contact us immediately. <laughs> this episode also brought to you by... Matthew, Matthew I heard Matthew Arr eats a lot of oranges. Wow. Really? He has to eat a lot of oranges <laughs> as a pirate to prevent scurvy. That's true. Yeah. But he's a yeah. shitty pirate, so he drinks Sunny D. Oh, no. that's not going to protect you from scurvy. Arr. <laughs> Matthew, if you want us to talk about something specific, please let us know on Patreon. If you want us to quit accusing you of being a pirate. <laughs> this episode also brought to you by Derek. Derek. Hey, Derek, Derek. And welcome to the party. He proactively posted to our Patreon page and said for his $50 level, what he wants every week is, and I'll just read it verbatim, mm -hmm. you guys can basically create a horror movie scenario about how I die first <gasps> because I check off every trope of someone that would die first. Mm -hmm. So that is what we're going to do for Derek. Nice. But it's something he asked for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't just hate Derek. We right. love Derek. Yeah, Derek's the best. I got it. Okay. All right, let's do it. So Derek is the first person to die in the movie Scream. I didn't realize that. He is, yeah, because he just doesn't answer the phone. Because you shouldn't. <laughs> no, because <laughs> so it's just... 2019 and no one answers phones. Exactly, you monsters. Stop calling me and text me like a real adult. Well, Wait. and that's what he said, and then Ghostface just killed him. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I cried, though. Because his mom got home and said, my son. And it was really sad. And the popcorn got ruined. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, the it popcorn was... got ruined. And then Jason it moved it from off the hot burner. He did. He was very courteous. <laughs> but it was still burned. I mean, like on the bottom, yeah, you know. And you that flavor that. just, yeah. It Wait, how did he die? He just screens his calls and Ghostface ain't playing. Yeah. So he Ghostface don't like him. when people play oh, on their phone. Oh, he came in and stabbed him. Yeah. yeah. I thought something happened with the phone or whatever. No. Okay. He got he... strangled by the cordless phone. Have you seen <laughs> Scream? Do you hear that? out there what is that mikey that's me hating musicals what and yeah the theme music and the theme music. but i just sang my heart out <laughs> for christmas i mean and zombies <laughs> i was clearly the investigation of <laughs> it found innocent the time you you weren't found innocent, Mikey. You were acquitted by the Senate. <laughs> Welcome to the horror version, everybody. I'm, I'm Mikey, and I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Which means I don't like horror movies, and today you didn't make me watch one because we watched the 2017 or 18 musical <laughs> horror Christmas movie, Anna and the Apocalypse. Yay! 
So have you guys seen this movie before? No, this was the first oh, that's time. Right. Yeah. We were all virgins today. I'd heard of it though, and I'd heard it was amazing. Honestly, it is. I loved this yes, movie. Yes, this was so much fun. It's Mikey, uh, can we let's, <laughs> let's just let's Mikey's about to bring the, room, the party down. Mikey, I'm trying to keep a positive attitude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mikey, do you even like musicals? No. <laughs> you just haven't seen the right musical. That's right. <gasps> no, I've seen the a lot. musical virgin. Uh, oh my god, I would hate it. We're sitting I feel. <laughs> Mikey, did you like the movie though? Um, it was okay. Oh god. I mean, that's better than I was expecting. Yeah, me the first too. I mean, minutes. honestly, you did not seem to love it when you <laughs> we were going through it when we were watching it. But I loved this movie. This is probably. Too- my favorite horror movie that we've done for the podcast. Oh, wow. Bullshit. Better yeah. than Leslie Vernon. Oh, Better than House 2? Better than... This what? is easily in my top <laughs> 10 of movies uh-huh. we've done for this podcast. <laughs> if you told me this movie was better than House 2, I was about to burn this house down. I do think it's better than House 2. <laughs> Don't burn my house down, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's not going to be a lot of Mikey talking. Uh-oh. It's just going to be processing feelings internally. <laughs> You need to do a couple of Ryan oh, yeah, yeah. Dear Journal. So, Jen, how do you feel about this movie? I loved it. It was so much fun. God, how did you miss this when it came out? I know. Because yeah. you are I musical, love musicals. You mm-hmm. love musicals. And you love horror movies. Yeah, and I was a teacher, too. So yeah. I really felt that evil teacher's pain. <laughs> I'm kidding. You did take a specific <laughs> point of view whenever that teacher was on the screen. I did. Whose name is Savage? Head. His name mm-hmm. in the movie is Savage. I know. Spoilers. Well, I mean. No, no. I mean, spoilers <laughs> that he's for his personality. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into this fucking movie. All right. So we start with a title card that said Anna and the Apocalypse, and then we cut to the movie starting. Oh, good. And they're pretty much just in the car. They start out in the car. Right. Mm-hmm. It does not start out with a song. No, it no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Thank God. Yeah, we get right into How the- How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> we get right into it with Anna. Uh-huh. And Anna's best friend, John, and Anna's dad driving them all to school because they all need to be at school because they're teenagers. Well, and he's a janitor slash electrician slash. Is he? But he does various jobs. Like Savage accuses him of like being a janitor, and he is also running lights at the play or the performance or Mm -hmm. whatever. So he's a jack of all trades. Maybe he's like Hagrid. Anyway, so on the radio you hear like Mm -hmm. a bulletin about it's not a it's not a virus. It's a deadly strain of rage, whatever. And she just changes the channel back to Christmas music or whatever. It's so dumb. (laughs) Like. If there was a like government bulletin about a fatal virus strain killing people, mm-hmm. I'm not changing the station. I could totally picture my mom changing the station back to Christmas. Music. <laughs> I could picture Christmas Michael changing the station yeah. too. Christmas Michael likes Christmas music. Well, and I think- <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite song in this movie is the Christmas song. Oh, oh the sexy Christmas yeah. song? The sexy Christmas it is song. Is it because profane. you love Christmas so much? Well, it has all of my favorite things. Puns. Puns. Sexuality. Sexuality. Shirtless high school boys oh with God. suspenders and short shorts. Wait, this is a trap. <laughs> it's not a trap, I'm Mikey. just talking about the lyrics. I'm talking about the lyrics. Uh, you mean puns. Puns. Yeah, uh, puns. puns. Mikey's in it for the puns, guys. Yeah. All right, so we're driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, they're driving on the right side of the road. They are. No, the left side. Sorry. Yeah, the correct side of the road. <laughs> yes. But they finally get to school. Well, they do. And she's talking about how she's 
not like John kind of lets the truth slip out that she's not going to go to uni next year. She's going to Australia. travel first. Yeah, yes. she's going to Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, John is her friend. Uh-huh. Only friend. Friend. Friend, friend only. Yeah. He wears You're... stupid Christmas sweaters. He I like his Christmas sweater. A classic Christmas Michael. Yeah. He loves Christmas. He has Christmas sweaters. Mm-hmm. There's only one difference. Christmas Michael gets the girl. Oh, does he? Mikey, how's your love life doing? Well, I mean, that? Christmas Michael gets the girl for like three months. <laughs> <laughs> then things go horribly Christmas wrong. Christmas Michael gets the girl until New Year's. Yeah. Until- and then he goes back to Mikey. <laughs> Instead of the ball coming down, it's like the Hindenburg crashing. <laughs> what you're saying is Christmas Michael can close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about high school Christmas Michael? High school Christmas Michael does not get the girl. Does high school <laughs> Michael write on people's faces with magic markers. Yeah, Mikey in high school was the jock boy in this movie. We also find out that her mother's dead. It's like Nemo. Oh, oh, that dude, that movie makes me cry in like three different places. So um, we find out that the dad says something about the mother, like if you, if your mother could see you now and yeah. Anna gets really upset. So we don't know exactly what's got happening, but it sounds like her mother might not be in the picture anymore. Yeah, I don't think we ever find out how she died, no. just that she died. We don't, right. we don't know when it happened or. All right. So now we see a blonde girl who I love, whose yes. name is Steph, and she's talking on the phone and she's talking about just wanting to be a couple and like feeling like a couple. Been there, Steph. <laughs> this is gonna be a self-deprecating episode. Oh, oh man, this is a Mikey's hungover episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can the listeners feel the regret and the shame home? and the regret? Yeah. And the, the alcohol that hurts Christmas, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this is when we meet terrible Principal Savage. He's not the principal yet. Oh, that's right. Is he not? Yeah, no, he's not. He takes over January first. Mm. The other principal is wearing a huge "fuck off, I'm retiring" button the entire mm. movie. Oh, that's yeah. right. It is like, yeah. think of the size of the button and then triple it. And that's the button he's wearing. It's huge. Mm. Not quite Principal Savage. Right. Basically is saying, and then the school is mine. Ha, 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 ha. And like yeah. evil laughing and there's flames behind it. He's like a 1980s cartoon villain as a person. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I feel like all assistant principals are kind of like that. Yeah. What is Steph talking about there? She's talking to her girlfriend, I guess. She's talking to her girlfriend, but then she gets a hard time for parking her car in the, in the parking lot of the school. It's the staff parking. Oh. That's why. I remember when the dad's standing there and I saw uh-huh. that sign that said staff parking only. I was mm-hmm. like, why did the dad park there? Yeah, no, we didn't I know think, he worked there yet. I think what you said was, you're not supposed to park there, dad. Yeah, <laughs> I did say that. But I didn't know he worked at the school. I was trying to make a joke. I well, want to make true. Mikey laugh. It was a funny joke, except the dad immediately uh-huh. walked into the school. I know. He so. like walks in behind them. You're like, yeah. his dad's really connected to what his daughter's doing. <laughs> Giving Todd like, the finger I love the working time. here. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do like parking in the staff lot legally, too. <laughs> <laughs> and and the assistant principal tells Steph to give her the keys to her car because it belongs to the school because it's in the staff parking lot. Yeah, but he whatever. could have just had her move her car. Yeah, Savage is a taking huge. His keys. Yeah, he's a huge ass principal dick. <laughs> so now we get our first song. Yeah, yeah no, I'm so what was the happy. first song, Jen? Um, so I don't know. Do you have the titles of the songs? I, I do probably... actually because of course. As this was ending and I was thinking to myself, man, I want to hear all of these songs again. Mm. Spotify has this soundtrack. Nice. The first one is Christmas Means Nothing Without You. And I think that might be the opening song. Then the first one is Break Away. Yes. And I love it. So it's just like everybody that we've already kind of met. And we meet a couple of new characters in this. But it's like scenes from the school and people just talking about being unhappy and wanting to break away. Yeah. So we see Anna and she we already know she wants to go to Australia. And then we see Steph and she's looking at she's 
wanting to be connected, and we find out that her parents are in Mexico right now. Yeah, because she's they not left in Mexico. Her. Yeah, she also might be American too. Yeah, I don't understand Steph's story at all because yeah. she has an American accent. They don't ever talk about it. Do her parents live in the UK normally and they're on vacation, or do they send her to the UK for school? Like, why is she mm. not with her parents? Where her parents are. Maybe, maybe they send her to a boarding school or yeah, something. Yeah, but it's not I a boarding school she's going to. Right. So, like, I don't understand her whole situation. It doesn't make me not like the movie, though. Right. So, the one thing that did kind of bug me about Steph, I love her character. I love her in this movie. I love that we have a queer character or a lesbian character yeah. who is just like a normal part of the story. What I yeah. don't like is that we don't see her significant other. I feel like it's just a tiny little cop out. I do think it's a little weird that they never try and find her significant other. Yeah. And like, so that is a that little weird. Yeah. It's but, treated very like it's normal, which right. I liked. But I you're too. right. I thought it was implied it was either long distance or there was some trouble there with the phone calls. Oh, it does sound like the relationship is kind of rocky right now. So, no one ever makes fun of her for being gay, which uh-huh. I thought was going to happen with Mikey's oh. character in the movie. <laughs> with the bullies. Yeah. Am I the bully or the character who's bullied? I don't like that. I'm both. I think when you I were mean, in you high school, you were the bully. <laughs> now you're the one who gets bullied. That's not true. I bully people all the time. <laughs> Ooh, well, and I'll say this in this song breakaway is where we see friend zone get markered on the cheek by soldier boy. I did laugh. I'm sorry. Yeah. But he just walks by and marks John's face. Yeah. With a marker. And he's a dick. I didn't put together that that was the same guy as the curly hair Nick dude. Yeah, it was the same while. guy. And those guys yeah. behind him were his soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. And we also see Chris, who is in film class with Steph and he he's like not pushing himself and not recording anything. I actually really liked the character of Chris. I did too. Me too. I thought, I honestly thought Chris and his girlfriend were awesome. But this is where we learn that Chris is like into making movies Mm -hmm. and he's made a zombie film that looks great and his teacher's like, "Uh, I just don't feel like you're like letting you through Mm. in your films. Mm. And he's like, okay. And she's like, maybe you should be more authentically you Mm. or whatever. And his girlfriend, Lisa is there and they're like clearly a couple. And then Mm. everyone starts singing again. And we don't get much more of that. So now we're at rehearsal and Anna's talking. I wrote somewhere with a blue dress, but it's Lisa. It's her best friend, Lisa. And she's yes. wearing a blue dress and she's in this Christmas play, which I think is more like a variety show. Yeah, I don't think it's a play. I think I it's think a variety so. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're rehearsing for that. And Lisa runs up and gives her a big hug. And Principal Savage is just a dick all over uh, the place. Assistant Principal Savage. Oh, pardon Savage. me. Ask Principal Savage. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my favorite part about this part is that there's a guy dressed as a Christmas tree just standing in the background with his hands like above I his didn't head. even notice him. You referenced Later. I did not notice him. Yeah. What are you talking about? And I was like, this is the best. Y'all are like, what are you talking about? You if you guys could find the Christmas tree man that may or may not be there, <laughs> screenshot it and send it in the Facebook mm-hmm. group. I want to see it. That is Yeah, we'll, we'll see, Mike. We'll find oh, out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so somebody who we think has a prosthetic leg, and that's why he trips, trips, and the rigging of the star that's at the top of the stage comes out, and the star almost knocks Principal Asshole. And he moves out of, out of the way. way. Yeah. yeah. Luckily. Star shadowing. It is star shadowing. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Are you 100% sure that guy had a prosthetic leg? No, we, they just talk about it in another scene. Because Steph is using a prosthetic <gasps> leg at the end of the oh, movie. Oh, no. Is she, did she steal his leg? Well, Anna says at one point, well, he has a prosthetic. That's why I tripped. And Lisa said, no, he doesn't. He only has one leg. So and Steph, that's the same thing. So Steph legit stole his leg and used it as a weapon yeah. later in this movie. Well, he was wow. probably a zombie already. Well, so. not, yeah, that's Loophole. fine. I mean, but, he, yeah. he was soon after with one leg. 
leg. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so we go out in the hallway and Anna hears some strange huffing and puffing behind her. And we think it's a little <laughs> ominous, but she moves out of the way and it's a girl with an inhaler. Yep. All right. So now it's lunchtime. The blue dress friend whose name is Lisa, and I'm going to remember it from now on, is sitting next to her and John's still there. And then Chris walks over and Lisa says, ooh, boyfriend, and just yeah. grabs him and kisses him. And I loved that because that was such a high school moment. Like, I was that girl, man. I know you were that girl. Uh, yeah, like, I definitely was. Like, there's no was. way you weren't that girl. I really connected with this couple, because I was like, man, I had that boyfriend, and it was like, we would just make out all over the place and pay we attention it, to who was you around. You had a boyfriend yeah, I got in it. high school. Yeah. But so, anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did all right in high school. Yeah. I got that one girl to go out with me to go see Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> That was the one date I went on in high school. Vulnerability was very hard for me in high school. So now they're all sitting and they're talking and we see Nick and his asshole group of guys over at another table yeah. and we find out there's like some history between him and Anna. They used to date. Yeah, that's what yeah. we find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. didn't like his character because it, you like felt like it was you too much. No. I just meant like he didn't really have a big redemption moment for me. He yeah. didn't? No. What do you mean? He was still a dick to her at the end when he was like, uh, when she was like, you really hurt me and stuff. He was like, uh, uh, yeah. Vulnerability was hard for him in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, there's some things you can't come back from. And one of them is like throwing a dessert in like a band geek's face. Yeah. Marking somebody's face. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jen, what happens next? Uh, oh, we're at lunch. This is when they uh, start singing No Such Thing as a Hollywood they Ending. They do, yeah. I love this song. It's so too. Good. This was the best song because and we just see some girl walking and she's singing this catchy little rhythmic yeah. Austin no Auto. No such thing as a Hollywood ending. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. song is okay. It was good. It was amazing. It was really good. Yeah. I loved it. We it, actually went back and rewound it. Yeah, yeah, I demanded that we watch this song again. Yep. Yeah. And then you, Mikey, demanded that we watch the Christmas Innuendo song again. Well, I like that song. <laughs> oh, I liked it too, Mikey. You, you don't just meet a new Christmas song every day. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, that's <laughs> true i'll give you that now did you guys notice that during this scene the jock or whatever his name is nick makes his friends stay sitting at the table because they get up and start to try and sing along with this song he won't let them dance i know but later those same people are doing the soldier song they are it's almost like he was like this is not our song right we don't dance until our song oh but also steph comes up and asks chris if she can if he can help her film her like soup kitchen mission project or something Thing. But which means he's going to have to miss some of the variety show and he might miss his girlfriend's song. So he did say, I'll be back by your song. Yes. Right. So he does commit to being back by the song. He does. What I do like, though, is that this girlfriend, they could have written the girlfriend as really angry that he missed her song for the whole movie. And they don't. And I feel like he and the girlfriend, he and Lisa have a really Just good super relationship. unrealistic. <laughs> he and the girlfriend do have a really good relationship. And they it could have been yeah. a really toxic one. But you know? super unrealistic because any girlfriend would have been mad that you're going to. I don't think so because the next oh, time she sees him on. after missing the song is after the world ended and the apocalypse Ooh, is going let's on. Let's put yeah. this in context, <laughs> Todd. Let's say Natalie asks you to do something with like a competition right? and then the same day some random girl, not even Jen because she means less to him than Jen does to you. <laughs> like some random girl is like, Todd, I really need your help like helping with a podcast the same day at the same time. Right. And you're like, Natalie, I'll be there when you get out there. She would be pissed. 
I don't know that she would be, as long as I was actually there. But yeah, so then we start singing. And John starts singing about how he's in love with Anna. He is in love with Anna and has not set up proper boundaries. Okay, so like, maybe this is because I'm an older male. Right. And you know, we've all done that where we've had a crush on a friend as a guy. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Whatever. Fuck you. So, but I mean, like, you learn as you get older, like, you don't want to live in that area. Right. With that you put yourself in. You mean in. the friend zone? Yeah. But yeah. that's that's an area you do. Like, you, if you have feelings for someone, it is your obligation to tell them you have feelings and then, like, either set a boundary for yourself or she does have feelings for you. The friend zone needs to fucking die. The friend zone is something that the, the guy sets up. Or, right. honestly, it could be the other way around. The girl could have a crush on the right. guy. Right. And it's just not being honest with that person and it's just, like... I've done that. Yeah. The, the so, like, friend zone is the crusher poor boundaries because you get to be honest about your feelings with someone they either have feelings for you do or they don't and you can either deal with it or you say then we can't be friends because I can't deal with it well and you don't necessarily have to be honest with that person like if you don't feel like you can tell them you like them that's fine but I mean what the friend zone that is negative is is when people guys are just sitting around waiting and trying to like manipulate girls into liking them at some point no, you know? I just like, if I can stay close enough to her if I can just keep doing enough stuff for her then she'll have then to she, have sex with exactly. me Exactly, and yeah. that's what's bullshit because women don't owe you shit. It's that's toxic true. masculinity, 100%. Yep. What? I got the impression that they were like childhood friends, uh-huh. and then as they grew into their being more mature and whatever, he right. developed romantic feelings and she did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's just trying to be her friend that he's sort of always been, but mm-hmm. is also having to deal with his feelings for her. So John's singing about how he's in love with Anna, and then Anna starts singing about how something's up with her and Nick, and she feels hurt, and she thinks everybody's laughing. What we think is happening is that he and Anna hooked up and then he went and told everybody that they right. slept together. And we find out later it's a little more complicated than that. But yeah, so she's upset with Nick and but I think they still kind of have an attraction. But so we got our cafeteria song and I love it so much. It's no such thing as a Hollywood ending. We've sung it a couple of times and um, the cafeteria lady is dancing Dude, at one like point. there's like a straight up cafeteria lady with an apron on. Yeah. There's like a teacher who's like dancing around and singing with them. It's awesome. And this choreography is on point. It's great. It really yeah. is. And these songs Songs are really well written too. Yeah. Like you see uh, the counter melodies in there because at one point the couple Chris and Lisa stand up and they're talking about their like they are going to get a Hollywood ending yeah. and they're like have this perfect romance and this is what they want and they're so excited and I've got some news for you couples that shit doesn't always work out. It doesn't work out for them because they die. Right. Well, yeah. And hey, if you have. <laughs> but that's a Hollywood ending, Romeo. Well, Juliet. that's true. That is true. But they yeah. get that Capulet Montague ending. But I was watching them like circle around and I was like, oh, you think you're so in love now? High school. It, you know, the thing romances. is, Jen, they are in love now. They are. Yeah. And there are people that met in high school and are still married. Yeah. Counterpoint, <laughs> my parents, and they didn't work out. Right. Yeah. So oh, yeah. It's me. Hit or miss, man. Yeah. I was engaged in high school. And what? I, yeah, dude. I am not married to that person that was the best what i've ever heard in my life secondly jen tell us everything uh, right now take a time out from this movie did you have a ring i did yeah. was it did real? you wear it yeah did, was he seriously. also in high school oh uh, he was a year older than me oh my I god know, i probably still have the ring anyways you kept the ring yeah you have to return that <laughs> ring jen no it's not that no, one. Not that <laughs> she looked at her wedding ring now. No, it was sweet. We broke up as soon as I got to college because that's just what happens lots of times. It doesn't happen for everybody. What I'm saying is if you're in high school and you are in love with your boyfriend, just know, you know. Things might change things when you might go to college. Change. Yeah, yeah the real love? world kind of comes Maybe in. Don't hurt Maybe me. don't hurt me. But so we... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And guys, there are backflips in this song. Yes. I saw amazing. somebody backflipping across and while everybody was singing the same time and the counter melodies. And I was like, oh, I love this movie so much. It was great. And then the bell rings and the yeah. song's over. Yeah. So I'm going to steal a Mikey joke because I want to say it. When you hear the bell ring and everyone's walking away, Mikey goes, oh, thank God someone pulled the song alarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no but it was such a good song i'm such a great person to listen to musicals too <laughs> I, but listen that joke was fucking fire i love that this is my favorite song yeah, in the movie me too and you took a picture of me jen I while, did. We were, while i was watching this and we posted it to the facebook group i think you actually cried a little bit i was crying like, i'm so happy bit. it was so good it really dude. was i felt so out of place oh i felt like i was interrupting you too yeah. so the next thing is we get a pretty awkward uh, conversation out by steph's car because she can't get in because the principal evil stole her keys. She's talking to Anna about how her girlfriend won't pick up and her parents are in Mexico and Anna does not read the room and says, oh, Mexico would be nice. Like, Steph doesn't <laughs> wish she was there right now. Yeah, if someone was trying to win an Oscar for most hurtful conversation, uh, Anna would win it. Well, well I mean, but Steph gives her a run for her money because then Steph's like, yeah, well, at least you don't have a mom who's mean to you. Oh. oh, your mom's no longer with us. Yeah, so it's just real <laughs> awkward. So now we are at Thunderball's bowling alley. Yeah, a bowling alley called Thunderball. Yeah, because it's apparently my favorite. In UK, they know how to name things. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And so Anna is working there. And I think I figured out later John works there too. Yeah, they both do. Yeah, so they're together. And we also <laughs> realize that John's Christmas shirt lights up. Yeah. Often on downbeats, sometimes <laughs> on key changes. It's awesome. Awesome. I love it. I yeah. don't know what that stuff is, but I hate it. <laughs> but so we're back at the Christmas play and we got our Penguin Dance pageant. rap song, oh, Christmas Pageant. This rap song is insane. It a- is. And it's on the soundtrack as The Fish Rap, yeah. W-R-A-P. Oh, I see what they did there. See what they did there, Mikey? Mm. I did. I it's see. a pun. I see what they did there. That's why you like, I like music, puns. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. But it's really cute. It's like plenty of fish in the sea, baby. And so now we get Mikey's favorite part of the movie, but for only pun-related reasons. Yeah. It's Winky Blinky the Christmas song. It is. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the lyrics, Mikey? Yeah, hold on. I right. get hold Mikey on. to read the lyrics, Mikey. We can, but let me set the stage first. Okay. Okay. So we have Lisa, who's wearing her blue dress that we already saw her wear. And right. I got to give her some credit because she throws a bunch of snowflakes up in the air and one lands right on her eyelash. And she just plays it off and, and you just flicks it away. Know that, that they didn't mean to do that. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah. She just played it off perfectly. And like because pro. of that, mm-hmm. they used that yeah, shot. It looked mm-hmm. natural. Yeah. She's awesome. So she's singing in the microphone. Do it, Mikey. Here's a dramatic reading of my new favorite Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lack of presence in my stocking. And my chimney needs a good unblocking. Ooh. Wait, she's in high school, right? <laughs> come on, Santa dear. <laughs> hey, come on, Santa dear. I've been waiting for you. Hold on, let me read the, the second verse. I've warmed your milk and made your favorite snack. Ooh. So come on over and unload your sack. Oh my God. And she's singing it very seductively. Oh yeah, you know? and during the second verse, this is when shirtless men <laughs> with short shirts and suspenders come out mm-hmm. with canes. Santa Boxer Boy Band. Yeah. <laughs> Tie those reindeer yes. up because it may be a while Ooh. and I know what'll make you smile. Oh Ooh. my God. <laughs> and then the song ends with come on santa give it to me yeah <laughs> literally is about getting the it's d a from sex santa. song for santa <laughs> basically santa uh, fuck i love me. how you're literally like, <laughs> you're like what's the it? title of the song i think it's just called fuck me santa claus <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh shit let me be your ho 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 it's that time of year it's the oh. name of the song no but the audience is totally scandalized 
or into it. <laughs> or <laughs> both. See- the only person who was like taken aback by this is the ass principal Sa- mm-hmm. Savage. Yeah. Because he starts to lose his mind. He's like, I'm going to kill her uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That, like that's an appropriate response. It's not. Although you should have already seen this song in rehearsals. So yeah. why is this a surprise for you? But yeah, so we see like different members of the audience. Like I think the principal who's about to retire is really into yeah, it. Yeah, he's clapping and loving it. Right. But then the person sitting right next to him who may or may not be the British version of Nicolas Cage is like, what the fuck is this? How old is that girl? Yeah. What? I would and- be laughing so hard. <laughs> My favorite part of this scene was when uh, Mikey was like, this is real sexy. And then mm. two seconds after that is when the men who are shirtless <laughs> no, no, no. shirts and suspenders come out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, what? No, no, it's not what I, no, <laughs> no, not what I, I said. I said, this is very sexualized. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were into it. That's what it was. Uh-huh. You were like, I'm into it. And then immediately those boys step out. Todd, and you're you like, liked it for it. the puns. I okay? liked it for the puns. That's what it was. Puns turn me on. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that lady as long as they're written by people who are over the age of 18 so we see while she's singing that there's an empty chair and helpfully there's a sign on it that says <laughs> boyfriend here well, it, it says his full name chris something or other yeah chris, yeah and his grandma's there yes b who we're gonna meet later yeah and well she's into are we gonna too. meet her later or is she gonna be laying on the floor we're gonna dead say later. goodbye to her later <laughs> <laughs> <No>. mm-hmm. yes <laughs> it's yeah. sad spoilers all right and so now principal savage has gone to break the shit up that he just somehow found out about oh, and why she's singing zombies beat on the north yes. and he with his ass principal voice just goes up and says hey you whoever it is stop it immediately it, and then they do and they, they do. walk away because when he mm-hmm. opens that door and you see the snow and all that stuff there's no zombies there just him standing in his four buttoned suit yeah. <laughs> which is way too many apparently that was a big problem alright so now and you said she gets a standing ovation for a song about fucking Santa Claus she does <laughs> people stand up and they're like, yes, they do, yeah. this high schooler sang a song about having sex with an old fat man. Yeah. I'm into it. And that seemed like a weird response to me. It did. Not everyone was standing, though. Some of them, it was a little uncomfortable to right. stand up. So. I don't know, but once like four people stand up, like the rest of you feel obligated you to stand to. up. You're yeah. like, oh, we're doing this? And then you look <laughs> yeah. around to see if you can sit down. Yeah. I have definitely been the, oh, we're doing this standing ovation participant. So, yeah. So, back to the bowling alley. Thunderballs, Mikey. Thunderballs, Thunderballs, yeah. the bowling alley. But, and it's time to get off work, and there's the drunken bachelor party that's leaving Yeah, now. they they mm-hmm. bolt. And it's just Anna and friend zone and, and the cleaning shoe-shamer. lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she shoe shames them because there are shoes that have been left on the floor, and their job is to clean up the shoes. Just yeah. two. And Anna does the most insane push broom slap shot into a trash can of those shoes. It's awesome. Or of one of the shoes. And that's when you know she's an Anna of action. But also an Anna of waste because why would you throw away one shoe? Yeah, you're not supposed to throw them away. You're supposed to put them away. Yeah, clean Anna. And then Friendzone (laughs) picks up the other shoe, covers his eyes, and then pelts the old (laughs) lady who's like cleaning stuff. Shoe shamer. Yeah, the shoe shamer with the shoe. Mm -hmm. She falls down, concussed. Knocked out. Yeah. 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 And they drag her to the bathroom and leave her locked up in a stall. Effectively killing her. They did kill her. Yeah. Yeah. They're murderers. They are murderers. And you think that that knowledge would bond them together in a love, like, romantic bond. It does right. Not. Like it does Bonnie not. and Clyde. So they're leaving the bowling alley and they're making snow angels in the playground. And this is a real sweet scene. It was a real sweet scene. Yeah. You can tell he wants to make a move, but I don't feel like, I feel like he's still being a genuine friend to her. I think he's know? a good friend to I her. Do too. Yeah. I yeah. thought he was going to make a move. Uh, or at I least thought tell he was her. too. But I mean, you could tell that he wanted to, but what I will say to his credit is he didn't make anybody feel uncomfortable. Yeah, he didn't make it weird. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you can just kind of tell the 
that he likes her. Yeah. You know? But so she's talking about having snow angel competitions with her with dad, her dad and her before mom her mom judge. died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's when we find out that her mom is dead. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Mm, it is really sad. Your mom's a snow angel in the sky. And nothing says, don't kiss me like, hey, my mom died. But yeah. And so she's also asking if she's screwing everything up by going to Australia. But I think he gives her good advice. He's like, no, you're going to go to uni. You're going to have a very successful life. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily matter when you start. Go enjoy Australia. And so if he were a toxic friend owner, what he would have said or could have said is, yeah, you might want to rethink that. I think you should go to the school I'm going to. Exactly. Or I think you, you should, should stick go around. Yeah. Exactly. But he doesn't uh, because I think he cares more about her. Now, he still says later on, he, he talks about that. No, he goes to like, he's like, I'm going to, he like invites himself on her trip. I think he's fucking around. I think he's no, just because right. he jogs to school the next day to train for it. What? That's true. He says, I'm going to come and we're going to go hiking through the outback. I'm going to start jogging to school every day to train for it. And then he does, which tells you he's serious. Well, yeah. I mean, but she didn't. I can sort of see that, Mikey. Yeah. Okay. You might be right. I don't think he's malicious about it, though. Like, I don't get a bad guy vibe from him. Me either. I think yeah. he's being a good guy by yeah. encouraging her to do what he clearly knows she wants to do. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then inviting himself along. Right. And she doesn't say no to that. She doesn't, yeah. And she I just mean, says, it's real- that would be a long hike. And he's like, right. don't worry, I'm going to start running to school. Well, and it's realistic that your best friend would come visit you if you're going to be gone for a year or two. Yeah. yeah. And if he comes all that way, she's going to have to put out. Because of the implication. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it becomes no, toxic. I know. He Listen, clearly that was a joke. He needs to yeah. tell her. But he's also talking about reindeer, and apparently nobody in this universe understand or knows all the reindeer's names. I couldn't name all the reindeer. They all have cell phones. They could just Google it. Yeah. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, motherfuckers. And Rudolph. Wow. I couldn't name all the Spice Girls. Like, there's no reason why he would know. Posh, all baby, posh, scary, yeah. sporty. <laughs> Ginger. I knew that one. You guys just have all of these like on lock. You just have lists on lock, I guess. Spice up your life. All right. So now we've got the morning song. So Anna wakes up in her penguin onesie. Oh, yeah. And this is when Mikey knew he was in love with Anna. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? Somebody who uses a onesie functionally? Unironically is what he said. Yeah. And functionally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She does it right. And she's walking out. And this is basically the musical version of Shaun of the Dead. It is because everything insane is happening behind mm-hmm. her with like cars backing into other cars mm-hmm. people getting destroyed by zombies yeah and they're slow walking zombies so she's mm-hmm. just able to dance down the street uh-huh. and, and she's got her fine. earbuds in yeah. so she doesn't hear every time you two looked at me i was just like either rolling my eyes or like sign i, I honestly thought you were gonna get an eye sprain with how hard you were rolling your eyes but we were like bobbing along oh, it's it a was, great song. i love this song what's the name of the song turning my life around is the name of the song oh, it's Mikey. amazing but, but yeah it's so great. yeah there's like a black cloud of smoke there's just destruction yeah, everywhere it's very clear that the zombie apocalypse happened that night and mm-hmm. they just don't know it's just like Shaun of the dead where he's walking to the convenience store and walking yeah, I, back i've seen Shaun of the i dead. love mm-hmm. Shaun of the dead it's so good but this is that exact same scene just they're singing right and then john yeah. starts singing it's his right. verse now and he's um stretching and he's making that rookie mistake of somebody who like bikes to work once because somebody else does it and they show up and they're all sweaty because he's jogging to work in a sweater a christmas sweater in his what? christmas sweater how are you going to train to be good enough for the girl you like mikey <laughs> i mean i don't know man. <laughs> gotta get out and follow some he's running in a sweater it's obviously reached a creepy face someone's got to do something 
<laughs> well, I mean, someone needs to step in. That snowman tries. Yeah, oh, did we talk about their guitar solos? Oh my and god, their air guitar yeah. and air guitar solos. Yes, because yeah. Anna during the song is like playing air guitar. There's no guitar when she's doing it, mm. and right after she stops doing it, this is an air guitar. Oh, that makes That's sense. That's why right. it's not you playing. You can't hear an air guitar, guys. <laughs> right. You hear it in your heart, Todd. <laughs> and she does. But right after she's done with it, the guitar solo starts, and then when friend zone starts playing his <laughs> guitar solo it's actually a keyboard mm-hmm. but i mean you can also say maybe he's playing a guitar so uh, like his works for me yeah. hers doesn't it all worked for me because they're oh. dancing through life through the cemetery i loved it i mm-hmm. thought it was great and they yeah. start like circling around each other and then like circling out it's it's i like love friends it. do yeah, yeah you know like only friends do mm-hmm. like <laughs> musical like, friends <laughs> musical friends i wish i had a friend who would sing and dance with me in cemeteries jen and- hi i'm todd have we met <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so, then, so then he talks to Eddie. He's like, I trained for our trip. And she's like, oh, okay. Let's go mm, to school. Uh, let's go see what's going on with the snowman here. Right. Because the snowman <laughs> hilariously falls to the ground. Yeah. They help him stand up and they see that the front of his snowman face is like chewed out. Yeah. And he's got blood all over his face. I thought this actually looked really great. I did yeah. too. But she immediately is an Anna of action because she pops him right in the face with, with her, her bag. With her backpack. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. And then they sort of walk back to what is a playground. The, mm-hmm. They walk away to what I would assume is the cemetery's playground. Yeah, uh-huh. it's for the children. Kids. Yeah, well, is that a thing? Well, their parents are being buried. No, when you're visiting your grandparents. <laughs> Seriously, oh. though, is that a thing? Like, do no? Okay, maybe like, in England. Yeah, maybe yeah, because that is not a thing. Here, my dad and brother are not at, at a cemetery that has a playground because I'd go a lot more. <laughs> if there was a slide. There. I don't know. I feel like sad swinging would be like a cemetery activity. <laughs> So at this playground, they're like trying to like keep this snowman away from them because they know that's a zombie uh-huh. or whatever because zombies exist in this universe. It's either a zombie or a, a live snowman. <laughs> neither one of them. Yeah, it's either Jack Frost want. or a zombie. Uh-huh. Neither one of them you want. Exactly. By the way, Jack Frost has the best superpowers of any superhero movie ever. Uh, yeah. So check out that movie. <laughs> and then our episode on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, so they... Um, oh, so, Lord. so Anna is talking to Friend Zone and she's mm-hmm. like, stay here. And he's like, I'm not going to stay here with a zombie. Mm -hmm. And the reason she says this is because he's on next to a seesaw that the... the C of the saw is down. I don't uh, know what those are called. Is yeah. that what, is that it's how you, the C in the saw. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So the saw is down. The, the C is machine. where she goes. And when the snowman gets close, she pushes the C and the saw goes way up and smashes the snowman's face mm-hmm. and decapitates him. That's yeah. why they call it the saw. Yeah. Right. She hits him with the saw, yeah. which is that end. And it's awesome. It is great. Mm-hmm. And dude, his face, Friend Zone's face when the head pops off is Solid. And then he hits a high C yeah. of screams. He's like, <laughs> it's amazing. It well, is I mean, a lot. This hilarious. is kind of a weird scene because they felt really bad about killing Snowman, but like they straight up murdered a real person the night before. All right. So now we've got the aftermath of our first zombie kill, and John's saying he's a zombie. And he's like, like, this is not normal. And exactly. it cuts to the zombie's head like, rah, 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 rah. right. Yeah. And then they also say that neither one of them saw their parents this morning. Right. And they might still be at the school. And so then we get to City Hall and the Christmas tree is on fire. It's hilarious though the way it's done mm-hmm. because they're like, let's just go to City Hall. I'm sure they have everything under control, right? Mm-hmm. And then it cuts immediately to them in front of City Hall with the tree ablaze. Right. It's hilarious. And then we immediately cut to school and the parents are trying to like hoard all the food in the school. Like there's a slight chance that it might snow in Nashville. <laughs> it's like a supermarket scene. There. And you run out of bread and milk in the stores. Exactly. Yeah. And people are like fist fighting over the last carton of milk. I just go for the fight. So uh, they had to spend the night in this school and 
Principal Savage is there and he is just the worst. He is the worst. But the boyfriend isn't there. And so Lisa is worried about that. And she's sitting with his Graham, who is. You mean Lisa's boyfriend, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Because he went with Steph Steph to the soup kitchen thing. Although we don't see that scene, but they're by themselves. That scene was deleted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The song just didn't work. Actually, there is an extended cut of this. They call Mm -hmm. it the festival cut. And it does have an additional song in it called Whose Side Are You On? Well, Jen's fun facts came early. No, no! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jen. There were like three fun facts. Hey, that was, no. Oh, it happens to everybody. <laughs> but the boyfriend isn't there and they're worried about him, but Lisa says, never fear, he's seen like all the horror movies. Yeah, he knows so exactly what to do in this situation. Yeah, yeah he and he does. Anna and John go to the bowling alley and surprise, Chris and Steph are there. Yeah. They must have probably gone to look for I think John they did go Anna. to look for them because mm-hmm. that's where they worked and that's where they worked right. when the whole shit went down. Right. They didn't realize that it was going on so Anna and John didn't realize the zombie apocalypse was going on like everyone else did so they went home at night Mm -hmm. everyone else stayed where they were the night before so if I was Chris and Steph I'd be like oh I bet they're still at the bowling alley let's get there and so that's why Steph and Chris go there right and so they're watching the news and they're having this pretty funny teenage conversation that I imagine is pretty accurate about what would happen if the apocalypse happened they're talking about Justin Bieber being a zombie um, and they're searching for evac selfies Uh, all of social media which they were great man I, I thought it was hilarious I did too. I was like, yeah, that's probably what happened. And we find out that the army is going to evacuate people. And so there, you kind of just have to stay hunkered down where you are and survive long enough to be evacuated. Right. Which I think is interesting because lots of times in zombie movies, we don't know what's happening and we're not connected to the outside world. And I thought that was interesting. They're like, we've got this under control. It's fine. We just have to survive long enough. You yeah. Know? Because I feel like with so many zombie movies, the whole like is the entire world destroyed kind of thing is like a constant threat. I think this is you know? more realistic. There's just so many fucking people. Like it would take a long time for everybody to die. It kind of would, yeah. And I feel well. Why do you sound sad about that? <laughs> All the people, man, and they're slow moving zombies too. I can imagine the army kind of being able to get a leg up on. You it would or think something. that's not what happens though in this movie. No, we, well, we don't see that happen. It might be happening in other parts, but it's not happening in this universe. Maybe this movie is an indictment of the UK military force because literally they have to get past zombies that used to be military personnel. But so <laughs> apparently, there's a ball pit in this bowling alley. And Hell it's like yeah. a, an inflatable pool ball pit. It's a pretty big inflatable pool, but yeah, it right. is a ball pit mm-hmm. that they're laying in while they're talking about like, oh, do you think Taylor Swift is a zombie? Not or? Taylor Swift. No, not no, Tay-Tay. she's fine. Yeah. But I thought it was sweet. I mean, because they're high schoolers and yeah. that's what they'd be talking about. But they didn't let this take over the movie, which I appreciate. Yeah, but they did let the songs take over the movie. It's a yes, musical Mikey. <laughs> that is the point of this existing. <laughs> and so we cut from Chris and John in the ball pit to Anna and Steph in the bathroom. And this is where we find out Paris is still standing. And we also find out Mrs. Hinsman, who got bonked with the shoe, is still sitting because they hear something in the stall and they see zombie Mrs. Shoe Shamer. Yes. And then Steph bashes her head in with the toilet seat. Which is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to kill them That's true. in the brain. But it's awesome. Yeah, okay. I thought you were like... Oh, no. Yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. It, Because that's the thing. Like, this movie, it's really fun and upbeat, but I mean, they're not fucking around with these zombie kids. No, they well, are not. She yeah. wasn't actually a zombie. She just had a concussion and was slurring her speech and stumbling. <laughs> that's what it was. So that actually is the only murder in this movie. <laughs> right. it's, it's a little problematic, but Ugh. but I like Steph, so, you know, I'll Steph let Steph is a lady of action. She is, man. All right. And so then a bunch of them bust into the bathroom and start chasing them. And I love this. This starts the musical montage zombie massacre. And it is awesome. It is amazing. So they run out to tell all the guys. 
and we find out now for sure that they're slow zombies. And so John smashes one of their heads with two bowling balls. It is awesome. Yes. And then immediately pukes, which I love. I mean, that's what I would do probably. <laughs> that's what I would yeah. Do too. Yeah. I'll throw up for nothing. Dude, I love what Chris does. Chris runs down the bowling lanes because they're slippery. So there's a zombie that's sort of chasing him and slipping all over the place. And he's like taking these little like steps because you can't run on one of the lanes. There's like these little small steps in the background. If you watch this scene, watch just him in the background. It's hilarious. It is really funny. Um, And then like John and Anna are having a conversation about whether to go on three or before three. And she says, that's not what you said. Think about your words. (laughs) It was really funny. And then one of the zombies grabs Steph's boobs. And she Wait, spatulas what? him. Yeah, yeah. You that part? I missed that. She spatulas him through the neck. It doesn't kill awesome. him, though. It doesn't. Yeah. So while Chris is trying to shuffle, escape the zombie, Steph bowls one of his legs out from underneath him. And then he goes all the way down to the end of the bowling alley, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets his head chopped he off. He gets by his the, head the chopped pin. off. Yeah, the zombie, not. Oh, yeah, Chris. yeah. Chris yeah. is okay. Proper nouns are important. Think yeah. about your words. Think about your words, Jen. But where does his head end up? Yeah, this is my <laughs> one of my favorite moments is when the zombie's head comes out of the ball return at mm-hmm. the end of the bowling alley. I thought that was great. It's, it's awesome. Silly, right? yeah. yeah. So Steph saved Chris's life. Mm-hmm. But then Spatula Man is not done molesting people. So Steph is about to get destroyed by the Spatula Zombie mm-hmm. again, and Chris hits him over the head with a bowling pin. Yeah. yeah. It, it is amazing. It is. This scene alone, I think, is worth watching the entire entire movie. It's, I think it's great, yeah. Because it's this amazing mix of like choreography. Check. Mm-hmm. Fun music. Check. Zombie killing. Check. That's bloody and also awesome. Check. Checks all the boxes, Mikey. This was a good scene. Though. Yeah, was it was scene. fun. You liked it. Admit it, Mikey. <laughs> all right. So now we're back at school and Lisa is caring for B and asking Principal Asshole if there's anything they can do. And this is when Savage says when civilization is on the edge, we prioritize. Savage is the worst. He is. He's just kind of evil. And this is his excuse to be evil. So now the dad is crying and the power goes out and everyone's sad and now we have our song about how we've become technology and everyone's looking at their screens and I liked this song. You see like bombs going off and then Anna looks at her phone and her phone says no service so Mm -hmm. all the phones are dead. Right. Not dead all the phones can't connect to the internet anymore Right. But they're singing about how they're looking at the pictures of the people they want to talk to on their screens and they need to they want to hear a human voice and I think it's kind of a sweet message in especially like in a high school movie where everybody's so connected to their phones you know. And this is where I wrote I love this music because yeah. it's just really well done it, it really is very well done good. Yeah. yeah it's well written I don't feel like the songs are obnoxious but they continue the story you know I love it I think it's well well done I think so too yeah yeah like- <laughs> <laughs> and so now they sing their song and then everybody just busts their hands out of the ball pit because apparently that's where all four of them slept honestly sleeping in a ball pit I think would be difficult for me I think so too I th- all those I'm, balls in your face I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm a little too claustrophobic for all that don't come to my house do you have a ball pit at your house in my bed oh <laughs> Gross. So now they're talking about how they need to go to the school. And Steph's saying, I don't know if the evacuation's coming. We got to get to the school to get to our families. And Chris has the best idea ever. And so they have their ball pit escape. So This is not the best idea ever. I realize no. that that's how he positions it. He way oversells this. He does. Yeah, this is like but a they terrible it. idea. Yeah, because their defense against yeah. zombies is inflatable plastic. 
Yeah. So they dump all the ball pits over, creating just a really unsafe bowling alley. <laughs> and they walk out <laughs> with the, the inflatable pool upside down on top of their heads. Right. And they're like slowly shuffling down mm-hmm. the street. Yeah. And this is when we find out how much a horde is. Yes. Is it more than three? And that's what three. Mikey said. It's more right. than three. Because they feel zombies sort of walk up on them and then they sort of scooch down so the mm-hmm. they're like all under the ball pit pool right. or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, the ball pit pool. I the like The ball that. pit pool, right? Mm-hmm. And then a zombie sits on Steph's face mm-hmm, or the hear, back of her head. We hear old zombies are on the loose. Yeah. They're coming. And then it pees on her. It does, yeah. I've often had a question of do zombies need to use the bathroom? The answer is no. This movie actually falsely represented zombies. Oh, yeah? <laughs> because if they're truly undead, when someone dies, they release all of their bowels. Uh, yes, they do. That's something people don't talk about enough. Right. But <laughs> yeah. what if they drink a bunch of blood from the people they eat? But, but there's, their body's dead. Like, they're shut down. Like, they're not digesting so stuff. So it's more like a funnel? Unless Goes drink- in, gotta come out? So the question right now is, do Holy they spit or do they shit. swallow? Yeah. Right, Mike? They swallow, though, because, like, you can see them swallow that intestine. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, okay, and that's why they, they have would to have pee. to go to the bathroom. No, if they no. swallow, then listen. Their bodily they're functions to to the are bathroom. not working. I think it all depends on how much teeth you use. Oh god! <laughs> all right, so now we start to see. There's not just urine coming onto this plastic part of the pool. Now oh. there's blood, and there's a zombie massacre. And they think the zombies are about to get under the pool and get. They're there. trying. Yeah, one crawls up next to it. I know. How yeah. could they have impenetrated this plastic? Don't say that word. That's yeah. our word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's almost like this plastic is no protection at all. Yeah, because it's not a good plan. Well, it's just a thin line, liner of plastic between it is them and penetration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we see blood coming onto the um, swimming pool, but not so fast. It's Curly, whose name I found out now is Nick. Nick. His name is Mm -hmm. Nick, yes. Yeah, and he's killing a bunch of zombies. And then they zombie shame him for killing the grandparents because that's what they are. I don't know that they shame him for killing the grandparents. I think they're just like, yeah, so that probably wasn't that difficult because they're grandparents. Right. Yeah. Also, Curly, you're a dick. You're being he, a dick to us, so I'm going to be a dick to you. He is the worst. It's, he really he's is. He's the guy who drew on John's face. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't let his crew sing the... No such thing as a Hollywood ending Which song. Which is the best song. It is. Yeah, so I would be pissed too. I, so I thought he was going to like redeem in the scene and like be nicer to people no. and stuff. No, not it did yet. Not no. no, the opposite happens and it's amazing. I do like when his crew rolls in all their shopping carts full of stuff and then Friend Zone goes, oh, you've been looting. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course you have. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And honestly, this song is great. I it love is. the song that they sing. Todd's been singing it a little oh, bit. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, because he says, hi. For pussies, ladies, why don't you get behind me? While the beginning of the music is starting, is yeah. awesome. Mikey and so is great. I mean, yeah, I mean that's all true. It's so great. we get our zombie murder boy band. It's Murderudo. Oh, sorry, Murderudos. <laughs> Not Marudo, Mikey. Murderudo. Murderados. So you say Murderados, but only one of them, or really two of them, have usable weapons. Right. So Nick has a bat, uh-huh. which you could use. You bash in the head. That makes sense. Yep. The other guy has five knives that he has in between his fingers, like, <laughs> like he's Wolverine. Wolverine. Style, yeah. The other guys have two small watermelons, mm-hmm. and the last one has a PlayStation controller. So the guy who has five knives ah. in between his hands 
does not give one to other people. No. He's like, no, I'm sorry. I don't have like, enough knives. You stick with a watermelon. Yeah. They're, they're but, a set. You can't separate. But you know what they have? <laughs> they've got rhythm and they've got pizzazz. Oh, they do. Because uh, they this song own is the great. song. It is really funny. It's, when it comes to killing zombies, I'm the top of my class. Yeah. And he's like the soldier boy of killing zombies. It's really great. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, I could see this being a karaoke song. I you. threatened to come out singing this at a live show. <laughs> yeah. So and demand live shows, guys. Yeah. Yes. So you can see this? Yes. I don't want to gloss over this watermelon scene because it is one of my favorite parts of the movie. The, it is sexually explicit. It really yeah. is. Because at one point we see him licking the watermelon. Now, this is not a cut watermelon. He's licking the outside green part it's of the watermelon. It's a circumcised watermelon. Oh, jeez. And Christ. so then a zombie comes up to him. And he smashes both watermelons. The zombie's on her knees. Oh, and he smashes her with the watermelon and the chunks fly up in his face and he has a watermelagasm. It's like a high note he's hitting at that time or something. (laughs) And then we cut back to him and he's like pouring water on his face like victoriously. Yeah, it's It's, insane. It is insane. It's a great scene. And this whole song is amazing. Because it's so cheesy and hammy, but Nick is just like, he sounds really good singing in it he's going for it you know it's really high pitched it's amazing it I is, love it. Yeah. yeah then we see zombies in the street and the penguins who sang the fish song have become zombies all right so now we're back at school and savage doesn't want everybody to leave but everybody wants to leave because they're like fuck what are we gonna do also you're terrible and savage just says <laughs> he's devised a 12 point plan and they just won't listen to all 12 of the points and i feel your pain savage <laughs> i was like that's a gin moment i know I ever heard you're one. evil but still i've got i mean it took time to make that plan you just gotta listen look at my look at my moleskin notebook it's I've made gonna 12 pay points. off <laughs> yes so now headmaster everybody yeah. wants to leave leave but he says this is my school except he says it with an evil british accent that's a little high pitched he's like evil gary oldman but he said this is my school now i'm evil is it oliver from oliver <laughs> twist please sir i want some more school <laughs> no it's more but it is a little high pitched all right so now scooby gang is in the streets and they're following the evil boy band gang and john is pushing anna in a grocery cart Yes. Uh. And this is the conversation where John is like, oh, I'm so happy now you don't have to leave because yeah. everything's fucked up now. And she's like, N- what? I'm still leaving. And then she says, John, you're my best friend. John, you're my best friend. friend. Winky blinky. Pick yeah. up on the cue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very clearly. He takes it pretty well. Like I think he, he does. Yeah, he I then so. says, all right, fuck it. Then you push this. I'm getting in the cart. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to cut through the Christmas tree lot. And Anna gets her giant candy cane spear that she's going to have for the rest of the movie. And I love it so much. So it's real creepy in this lot. And Chris's camera is leading the way. And this is when we start to see how much he's trying to document. And honestly, you should not be leading the way if your only weapon is camera. Now, I do think there's one point where the camera looks around the corner so they don't have to uncover themselves. Yeah, and that makes sense. It does, but then he just starts leading with his camera. Like, you can still see everything. You save that battery in an apocalypse. Yeah, you're going to need it later so you don't get eaten. Exactly. This is the worst idea they had. Agreed. They're in high school. Give them a break. Stop. (laughs) And so they they think they hear something, but it's a Mrs. Claus's gnome fake out. Yes. And Chris gets a good joke in there and says, I guess there's nobody in gnome. Instead of home. 
liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I like I it too. too. You like your puns. It I was like nice. It. And at this point, one of the murderudos gets attacked. Yeah. And the yeah. other does too. Oh yeah, that's right. They both die here. Because the Mrs. Claus's gnome fake out was a classic misdirection. Yeah, and the, the zombies, zombies were, knew what they were doing. They did. They yeah. planted that gnome. It's a trap. It is a trap. <laughs> Don't Admiral Akbar me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all get Admiral Akbar. So they're being attacked, right? Yeah, they Everyone's are running attacked. everywhere. Uh-huh. Everyone's trying to get out of the tree lot, if yeah. you will. The and boy band is getting eaten because their song's over. Yeah, they got their one song and they're out. That's the only one they're allowed to sing. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's against and, the law. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick gets out of there. He actually runs with Anna uh-huh. and gets. they get separated from John. That was the Candy Cane Bat showdown. Yeah. Oh, they okay. end up yeah, yeah, clinking yeah. Candy Cane and Bat and they realize we're on the same team. Yeah. Maybe we still have feelings. And that's Anna and Nick. And then John runs up and meets them and then they run out and they meet yeah. Chris and Steph who are all there. And yeah. jo- uh, and Chris drops his phone and then Steph sort of saves him from getting uh-huh. eaten right then. Because he wants to go back and get it. Well, and he does go back he and does. get it. He does, yeah, yeah. But Steph saves him because a zombie grabs his arm and then they run out of there. So Chris is talking about why he really wanted to go back for his phone. One, because he wanted to put this document, this evidence on the news to make his grand proud. Yeah. But also because he's got photos of Lisa and his grandmother yeah. on her phone. His loved ones. And I did like that acknowledgement because, yeah, phones like you text and all that so you can like entertain yourself, but they also store a lot of your memories and your documents you know on your phones absolutely and those are valuable things it's in the cloud though so fuck it now we have our reindeer flirting coming yeah so john is talking about all the reindeers he's saying i got all the reindeers and he's wrong because he does not say all the reindeers. Oh, yeah. Friend zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He well. talks with his hands, which, is, you know, it's a deadly mistake. It is. Oh, yeah. So this is the part where he, like, spreads his arms open because mm-hmm. he's like, hey, I'm the best. I can name all the reindeer. Wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, He's Todd. wrong he's because wrong he for... didn't say all the reindeer. Yeah. You uh, were right, okay. Todd. Well, anyway, with his but arms it's... open wide, <laughs> with his arms wide, wide open. Around the corner, they can't see. Right. Around the corner, I can't see. I got all the reindeer fucked up. So now I'm going to get bit and die. My arms wide open. Yep. And then he gets bit. He gets bit by Scott Stapp. He does. The lead singer for Creed. <laughs> you don't get that joke. Like, so Nick and Steph are on the other side of this small little horde of zombies. And John, the friend zone guy, and Anna are sort of on the other side. So they have to get through this horde of zombies. Mm-hmm. So what John does is he grabs Anna and like backs up through them mm-hmm. because he knows he's going to get turned anyway. Right. It doesn't matter if he gets bit again. Mm-hmm. So he gets Anna through and then just sort of throws her. Yeah. Throws her to safety. Yeah. yeah, throws her to safety. And then he just sort of lets himself get eaten by these zombies. Uh, sacrifices Which, himself. Yeah. So dumb. Aww. Well, I mean, he was going to get turned anyway. Two things. One, don't sacrifice you for a girl that doesn't have feelings for you back. <laughs> right. Aww, but they're friends. And he was already bitten. He was dead anyway. Right. He friend sacrificed. Well, then he should have like been honest about his feelings at that point. There was no like yeah. plot resolution for him. He's just like, well, this guy's kind of been second place and he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I was sad that he was dying. I didn't. I mean, it didn't bother me that he didn't ever say Anna, I like you, because I think it was clear. And I, I think, think it was clear too. And I think it was clear that clear. she loved him, but didn't like him like that. You know, right. like like a friend. And then when he died, the second thing was, I knew this movie was going to get pretty dark. If he died, I knew lots of more people were going to die. Right. Yeah. So now they smash their way out with the candy cane. Yeah, they fight their way out of mm-hmm. the situation they're in, which I guess is like a mall area or whatever. But we see a zombie Santa, which I really like. Yeah, and she beats the hell out of that dude. She does. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they are back at school. They finally made it to school. Yes. So they walk in the front door of the school that's just 
unlocked for whatever reason like there's not a zombie apocalypse going on and then they see ass principal savage just eating and they're like right. what are you doing he's all oh, i'm eating my christmas dinner so he's saying he probably wants to they probably want to see their parents right and they're lucky because they almost left which we know they did want to leave so we're not sure what the fuck happened well either one of two things happened option a Principal Savage calmly explained to them why they should stay in the school and everyone stayed in the school and are safe. Mm, Option two, he let the zombies in and they got murdered. Right. So he then shows them into the room where their parents were Mm. and they quickly realize that option two has happened. Right. But not before he locks the door behind them and traps them in that room. Mm -hmm. And then we start... His song, yep, which is amazing. He blows a whistle on his evilness. Well, yeah, because the zombies don't hear him yet. Mm -hmm. It's like sort of like a cafeteria type room. It looked like. Yes, he was on the other side of the wall, but there were openings in the wall where I guess you would return the dishes or whatever. Like the kitchen area, right? Mm -hmm. So he was behind those grates, and the zombies weren't paying attention to the kids. So he blows his whistle, right? And of course, at that point, they start paying attention. He also starts his evil song. Yes, it's amazing. Uh. Yeah, and they're running from the zombies and trying to fight them off, and he's singing, "Nothing's gonna stop me." now basically just how he hates teenagers and really himself and his life and everything that he's become right, people yeah. hurt people hurt people exactly yeah. and this was the only song that i was not crazy about i loved the verses wasn't crazy about the chorus i mean listen i thought everything was great in this movie i liked this song as well but it was insane i liked how committed he was oh he was it, selling it he was on the great standing mm-hmm. on like the area where you would return the dishes like right. grinding it was yeah. amazing the musical version of twisting a mustache yeah. through an entire song. It was, it was amazing. amazing, Mikey. And it ended <sighs> with <laughs> it ended with him saying, I've been calling them zombies for years. Now fuck off. Yeah, it was awesome. It's amazing. It is. So I think Andy uses her candy cane to open one of the grates and then they climb through it and then they close the grate before the zombies can get them. To safety. Yes. Right. So no one gets killed in that scene. Right. Because mm-hmm. Anna saves them. But they do separate at this point, they right? They do. Because Anna goes to look for her dad. Right. And Chris and Steph go to look for the car keys. Because the past principal took them. Right. And as they're going to find their keys, Chris hears the song that his girlfriend was supposed to sing. Mm -hmm. So he goes to the room where that is and opens the door. And you think it's going to be his girlfriend as a zombie. Yeah. But not yet. Not yet. She's still alive. And she she was there protecting his grandmother. But in the commotion of the zombies coming and attacking the school, they did get away. But she had a heart attack or something like that and died. It is really real sad. sad. Yeah, that's sad. Mm -hmm. And he has a sad moment where he says goodbye to his grandmother. Mother. And he thanks Lisa for taking care of his grandmother and uh-huh. says, I'm just glad she didn't become one of them. Yeah, and so with Lisa's character, like, I feel like the way they set her up at the beginning is real ditzy and kind of a flighty, stupid girl. I can but see that. she had, I feel like her character is, like, really well written. Not as developed yeah. as I wanted, but, like, they could have leaned hard into those stereotypes. That she's, like, did. a ditz and not very bright exactly. or whatever. But no, she's very resourceful. She, she saves is. that grandmother. We don't get to see that part. Yeah. But clearly that happened. And so now we see Anna and Nick talking, and they're looking, I think, in the sign lab or something and this is when we find out that she's not mad because he told everybody they slept together because he didn't tell anybody they slept together she's mad because she told him all of these things about how she was feeling and all her hopes and dreams and then he dumped her and also that they had plans for the future exactly and then he dumped her and yeah we don't ever really get a reason like he's not like this is why i dumped you because no. i was just afraid it's just why would of... you dump her exactly she's amazing yeah you break out the song when you're in her presence <laughs> yeah that's like perfect sometimes people break up with you when you make plans for the future and they don't give you good reasons well yeah mikey i've been there yeah. I and i kind of like that they didn't give him a, re- a good 
good reason for it. Now, he does talk some shit about John and calls John her a fuck buddy, yeah. which is not, I mean, that's a misreading of the situation. So maybe there was a little jealousy there or something. Nick may have assumed that they were sleeping together and they were like boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, right. but they weren't. Right. They were just friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe that's why he kept marking John's face because he was jealous or something. Now we talk about what happened to his dad. Yeah, because his- earlier he had said that his dad went to the military base, but what really happened is he murdered his dad. He this did. scene does not work for me in any way, shape, or form. Oh, because yeah? Because he's a dick to her and then he, and then he brings up, oh, what are you sad that you're, uh, you just you just sad your fuck buddy died or whatever? But then he's like, you don't even know what happened to me. My mm. dad died. Like, yeah, he tries oh to one up her. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it is a sad story too because his dad had been bitten and knew that he was going to die and so he asked his son to kill him. Which yeah, and said, is kind of a dick move on the dad's part too. It is and his dad was like, just so I can be proud of you for once or whatever. Oh. I was like, yeah, this is like Breakfast Club right here. Yeah, well, maybe that's why Nick banner is a fucking year at the mm. whatever house or whatever. I get it, but like, just because you have a bad dad, isn't, you don't get to excuse all your... Oh, no, I'm not saying it's oh, an excuse. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying that, that... You turned out fine, Mikey. Right. It's not your fault, Mikey. I, don't goodwill hunting me. It's not your fault. <laughs> I did that to somebody at work this week. <laughs> so now we've got zombies again. Yes, we do. And Nick distracts them so that she can go to her dad. So you almost think that Nick is sacrificing himself here. Right. We'll resolve that later. But yeah, he does that so she can go to her dad. Right, right. Or really save her dad because ass principal Savage is like kidnapped her dad apparently. So now Steph, Lisa, and Chris are on the hunt to go get the keys. And I also love that this movie did not try to make this some kind of romantic love triangle or anything. No, just, I mean Steph is the exactly. Yeah, it did seem like her and Chris sort of bonded. I, I uh-huh. got the impression that they weren't really close friends before uh-huh. because when she asked him to help her, her out with the soup kitchen stuff. It seemed like she was very awkward doing it. Like they didn't really have a right. good rapport. They both have saved each other right. from death. And these, I feel like there was a bond there, but I it was too. not at all romantic. I think you're right. And, and I think yeah. their friendship was like really well done in the film. Yeah. And yeah. Like, the dis- like the sadness of her, like for the scene coming up. Yeah. And what I also love is they never made Lisa jealous of it. No. You know, she's like, oh, yeah, we're all on this mission together. Yeah. Yeah. Because now Steph's got to get into the principal's office to get these keys. The ass principal's office. Oh, sorry. The yes. ass principal's office. Please. Yeah. Assistant so. to the ass principal. <laughs> right. So there, she's sneaking under tables to try to get to this office. Stephanie is. Stephanie Steph, is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, she Steph. goes by Steph. Excuse and me. And they don't see her, but a zombie that may or may not be Nicolas Cage sticks his face right he in front of the camera. He looks like a young, bonier Nicolas Cage. Really yeah, does. it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so we realize at that point, because we see Chris have the realization that they are attracted to shiny things, like mm-hmm. tinsel. It was tinsel he was staring at. Ah, uh, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Steph is able to get into the ass principal's office. Yeah. But as she's going through the drawer or cabinet of confiscated items, so she pulls out vodka and then she drops that in her purse. She pulls out like various weapons she puts in her purse. Some of the stuff is nonsense mm-hmm. stuff she doesn't keep. And then she pulls out a vibrator that turns on in her hand right. and she's like, ah, or whatever, grossed but out. But she which... can't throw it out because it's stuck to her. <laughs> no, she drops it. But that sound alerts the zombies and they start coming towards the door that she mm-hmm. has just walked in. And Chris and Lisa see that. So right. they're like, oh, we got to help her. Right. And so their solution is to start playing footage from his phone yeah. on the TV. And they're hiding behind the TV and then their heads just kind of I love that. Up. It was Because really it's them cute. on the TV. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, he is just taking the film nerds approach to a diversion, yeah. which is to create a multimedia experience uh-huh. that zombies or the public want to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's consumerism. Ex- exactly. Yeah. This movie is nothing if not an indictment of consumerism. Exactly. Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm allowed to project every now and then. I guess. <laughs> but the battery is tragically low. Yeah, because Steph starts to get out and she starts mm. to get away, but they're sort of in the middle of the zombies because they were mm. behind the TV and the TV the zombies were looking at. And as they start to crawl through them, the, t- the battery goes dead yeah. and they start to get attacked and they, they get do. bit. They both get bit. Yeah. This is this their is Hollywood Chris- ending. Yeah, this is their Hollywood mm-hmm. ending. So it's Chris and Lisa and they sort of go into the corner. Mm-hmm. And then he fixes the TV so it works again, so the zombies aren't paying attention to Steph. Yeah, and so Steph she looks can get over away. and like waves and, and they say goodbye. And they yeah. Say, oh, and then they look at each other and yeah. they give each other a sweet hug and kiss. And yeah. It's so sweet. It is very, very sweet and, and very, very sad. sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't it, like sad. It's their Hollywood ending. It's just a sad Hollywood ending, yes, you it know? Is. And because they're watching Oof. the footage on the TV and she's saying, Oh, I love it. Because she's saying, What do you think of my movie? That yeah. I shot? Oh, it's so sweet. It is very sweet. And it, but Steph gets away. She does. Yeah, yeah. I hated that these characters died. It was sad that they died. It was sad. And I'll argue that in the sequel, they're going to be back. Yeah, because they find a cure. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. About and we day. do know that they do have some sort of connection still as zombies. So they're not completely brain dead yet. Right. Because as they're walking back and forth in that room like zombies, they touch hands. Aww. I've never seen Mikey roll his eyes harder than when they like raise hands at the end yeah. as zombies. I looked over at him and he was like, oh boy. <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, he didn't say that, but I can't. I mean, like, yeah. I said it. Yeah, <laughs> with your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Really I just sweet. It just made me sad. It made me sad it too. Did, but this yeah. is where we cut back to Anna. She gets into the auditorium where the stage is and this is like the final boss battle of this movie. Uh-huh. Her versus Savage. But it's and, a musical. And mm. say, yeah, that's why it's so yeah. much better than I know. a regular boss fight. Mm. Uh, and she, I, I think Savage has also learned that they are attracted to shiny light things uh-huh. because he turns on a stage light and shines it on her. Oh, yeah. I and thought he was so just And so that's dramatic. why they start attacking her. Yeah, I mean, he also might just be a drama queen. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. So the song is, it's I'll Take My Cue. I'm not sure what the title of it is. It's called Give Them a Show. Ah, yeah. nice. Because that's what she's doing. She's giving me a show of badassery. Yeah, she's, she's kicking ass right she now. She is. She's candy cane stabbing. And Ask Principal Evil is just dancing around the stage evilly. And it's <laughs> amazing. It really is. Yep. I love it. It's like the Grinch <laughs> times a thousand. Yes, it's it a is. what times a thousand? Like the Grinch, Grinch times mm. a thousand, yeah. I love it. It's so because good. Because they're both singing to each other, and he's like top hat dancing, and he does that little, hello, my baby. He move. does. Like when it's she amazing. says top hat dancing, he literally has a top hat on his he head. He does, yeah. I don't know where he got it, Pizzazz. but he's rocking it. It's so good. I'm glad you guys love it. It's amazing. Oh my God, I, I love it. It was nice to watch you guys be so happy. <laughs> anyway, so she somehow parts the zombies like the Red mm-hmm. Sea, and she kicks a soccer ball at the zombie who's right in front of the stage, hits him in the nuts, and he uh-huh. drops to his knees like he is now a stare, mm-hmm. and she runs through the parted zombies, steps on the back of the zombie she nutted, and jumps onto the stage. Mikey, your eyes are amazing. All, on the, all on the big beat musical moments. Yes, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It Mikey, really is. So good. The big finish ends with each one of her feet landing on the stage, and then our victorious dance at the last beats of the song. Yes, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It and then Savage, Principal asked Savage, asked for a group hug. Group well, hug. no, that's after she she, she saved the day. Her she dad. sets her, the dad free. Her dad is her dad is like tied up by tinsel. Mm. So she goes and unties him from tinsel, and he stands up and they hug. Yeah. And this is when Savage is like a group hug. Uh huh. And he mm-hmm. tries to hug them. Not so 
fast because yeah. the dad punches him and dad and Savage have a fight. They do have a old man fist fight. They do. And then the dad's holding him over this horde of zombies and then he has a crisis of conscience and he says, no, I can't do That's this. his first and last it mistake. It is. Yeah. Yeah, you always kill the bad guy. Oh, he yeah. He just tried to kill his daughter. If I someone know. tried to kill my daughter, I'd throw them in a horde exactly. of zombies. Absolutely. Because of course he is not honorable and so he's about to hit the dad with a paddle but not so fast because Anna remembers the star shadowing from the beginning of yeah. the movie and she knocks down the gigantic star and it crowd surf bonks Savage back into the horde of zombies. And he's just being carried off to his own death right. by zombies. He and we do cut apart. to them tearing him apart like they yeah. eat him. Yeah, It looks like he's having the time of his life for just a couple of seconds. I mean have you ever crowd surfed? It is pretty dope. Is it? So we find out in all the scuffle the dad got bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is a very 28 days later moment. It is. Not oh, quite so as sad. sad. I think that is probably my saddest death in horror. You mean 28 days later. Yeah. You don't mean this one. I agree. That is the saddest I think I've ever been in a horror movie. Because mm, it's so, random so well acted. Yeah. But this is also a counterpoint to what Nick told us about his own dad. who Because the dad is not saying, okay, Anna, you murder me now. Because right. I want you to take on this trauma for the rest of your life. And she even offers to do that. Yeah, and, Probably because well, she got the idea from Nick. Yeah, but Nick comes out revealing that he did make it out of the sticky situation that he saved Anna right. from before. And the dad's like, I don't like your boyfriend. And she says, he's not my boyfriend. And he goes, good. Which I love. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that was like, that's one of my favorite parts. But Nick yeah. does step in when she's like, do you want me to kill you, dad? And he's mm-hmm. like, don't do that. And, and the dad's like, no, don't. Just yeah. leave me here. But they have their sweet moment too. And he says, he's so proud of her. Yeah. And if your mom could see you now. Yeah. And he says, Merry Christmas, Anna. And she says, Merry Christmas, dad. This is the worst Christmas ever. I'll never celebrate it again. But bye. And he says, my gift to you is not, is that you don't have to murder me. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Clark. Yeah. A little last minute, but you, know. you just clarked that? Like it's the like National Lampoon's Christmas uh, vacation. So wow. now they're walking outside and there are zombies everywhere. And they're trapped. They're, they are. They're trapped. They're screwed. And so Anna starts singing her song. She's so sure, but the um all of her dreams are gone. Where's the light? I think it's I Will Believe. It is called I Will Believe. Yeah. And it's her and Nick singing it. And it's really sweet. She's talking about how she's she's not gonna give up. She's gonna still fight. Yeah. Um while there's hope, while I still breathe I will believe and we're seeing kind of the montage of everybody else like all of the old characters who have turned into zombies and we see John still in this Christmas tree um, foyer area and on <laughs> where the, he died he, we see John where, where he, he died, died. yeah he's yeah. zombified and on the fucking key change his sweater lights up and it's amazing it is amazing and I wrote in my notes I am in love because I love this movie so much. I was crying a little bit. I looked over at Mikey and he was just rolling his eyes super hardcore. I know. And I was like, oh, it's so awesome. It was amazing. Oh, no, I love it. (laughs) I don't, yep, it was cool. So the zombies are circling. (laughs) And then this is another part that started to make me cry. Nick apologizes and it starts snowing. It does. And then honk honk. Yeah, we see Steph pull up in her car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she's found the keys and she survived. And so she gets in and they drive away. Yeah, so both her and Nick get in Steph's car. Right. And then they drive drive away. Mm-hmm. I, I think she says something like, I saved you guys. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. It's great. And then she drives away. And I love when they're driving because they're driving through this town that's totally destroyed. And you can kind of see on their faces like the emotions that they're going through because this was a huge traumatic thing and they're upset about it, but they're also happy that they get to escape. They are also happy that they've survived. And then they say, what do we do next? And then I think one of them, Anna or Nick says, I don't know. And that's... And that's 
That's the movie. That's the movie. Yeah, yeah, we see a big Merry Christmas banner and then a- there's, a, there's the only jump scare in the movie, right? Which, which is- did startle me <laughs> because it's the Santa, the zombie Santa, the zombie mm-hmm. Santa, and he like jumps in the. It scared me, and it's a little wink jump scare. It right? is, yeah, but yeah. and it wasn't super scary at all. It was right. just like, oh, oh, I didn't expect that. How do you guys feel having seen the movie and talked about it? Loved it. Love, yeah, love, love. Same. It. Loved this movie. Yeah. This is definitely going to be a movie I watch more than at Christmas time oh, every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something you listen to and. Probably about. I will listen to it on the way to my Christmas sweater party tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. didn't love it. You didn't like the ending? I didn't like the ending. So, what did you want? What would you I, rather have happened? I don't why know. Didn't like I it? don't really understand what Anna's arc was, like character arc wise. Like, what did she learn? Like, I think no. she just survived and she made peace with her father. Yeah. I guess. She got that friend zone clinger out of her life. Aww. Like, there's a lot of positives in this John. movie. She fucked a lot of zombies up she with that She did, candy but like, they're just going to go get killed in the next town. No, they're not. It was a very nihilistic. Not- Anna. No, it's a hopeful ending because now they're saved and they're going to go to the army base town. Yeah, we'll see an Anna in the apocalypse too. We will. Valentine's Day edition. <gasps> oh my God, I would love that. That oh would be really God. sweet. Yeah. I think Valentine's Day, Anna in the apocalypse or Valentine's S with a dollar sign day, Anna in the apocalypse. <laughs> nice. I got the first 30 points. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all about them going to the next town over and saving Staff's girlfriend. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I love seeing you guys happy and I'm going to leave it at that. Aww. <laughs> it I am in a much better mood recording this episode than I normally am. I'll be honest with you. This was our Christmas gift to you. Oh, the best gift ever. It was that, and you guys aren't making me murder you, which I appreciate. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, (laughs) we're just gonna zombie off on our own. So let's talk box office for this movie. All right. So I honestly couldn't find the budget. Everything I saw about the budget said super low indie budget. Please don't ask us. We're embarrassed to tell you. (laughs) But it looked really good for a super low budget. Uh, I think it was great. Yeah, I think think it looked great. The effects looked great. They didn't, Mm -hmm. and I think the reason that is is because they didn't try and do too much. Right. Mm -hmm. So they were real smart with it. Yeah, I do think it lacks some in the gore category. Mm-hmm. So if you're like a gore person, right. you might be like, oh, this doesn't look that great. But I think it looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how much do you guys think this movie made in the theaters? Oh, probably not a whole lot. $30,000. Okay. I'm going to say $5 million. All right. So Mikey's Closer. <laughs> yeah. Which is sad. It is sad. While it was in the theaters, it made $756,000. So not a lot of money. It probably made its budget back if it was yeah. an indie budget, like a super low indie budget. It might not have made its budget back in theaters, but it's done so well on video on demand and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's made its budget back. But well, And I feel like Christmas movies, when they're good Christmas movies, you want to watch them every yeah. year. You know, I feel like this is not super dated, although they do talk about a lot of technology and pop culture references. But like this is going to be in my rotation every year. Uh, it's yeah. so much fun. Absolutely. And that's where Christmas movies, I feel like, can yeah. kind of have a life Get ongoing. Yeah. yeah. And this, I think this movie definitely has legs. I do too. Yeah. yeah. It's just not a lot of people know about it. Right. You know? So if you didn't watch it and you're just listening to episode check it out please watch this movie it is Mm -hmm. great if you did show choir in high school you need a christmas movie do this one yeah yeah so that's unfortunately all i have for box office but it didn't do great unfortunately but i do feel like it's gonna make or probably already made his money back so let's do some jen's fun facts all right fun facts Christmas style. Okay, so <laughs> like uh, Rare Exports and probably a lot of indie movies, this was based on a short that did really well and then got funding to make it. Oh, yeah, feature. nice. Mm-hmm. The short is called Zombie Musical. And I haven't seen it, but I kind of want to check it out now. Um, and so in this movie, there's a dedication to Ryan McHenry and he wrote and directed the short Zombie Musical and he passed away in 2015. Oh, I was really yeah. sad. But I mean, 
his creation has lived on. And, yeah, it has. You know. The soundtrack, it's available on Spotify. It is. That's where I'm going to be listening to it very soon. I think there are 13 songs on it. There are a couple of deleted songs. Todd was talking about earlier, there was a festival version of this with some extra scenes. There was a deleted song between Principal Savage, I'm sorry, assistant to the Principal Savage and Tony, who is the dad. I don't know if we ever knew his name. I think it's called What Side Are You On? It or is called like What that. Side yeah. Are You On? Yeah, yeah. And I haven't listened to it, but I want to check it out. So some of the costuming in this movie was in Inspired by Sleepaway Camp. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which we need to watch. Yeah, I haven't seen Sleepaway Camp. But, so the influences of this, we can probably all guess. Um, It was influenced by West Side Story. I get that. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Oh, I mentioned Breakfast Club earlier. You did, yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, Shaun of the Dead too. Oh, right. Yeah. But it was also really heavily influenced by Once More with Feeling, oh, which that's, um, it's the musical episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I've never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I had a friend tell me that I need to watch that episode specifically. That's I've how I know what it's called. Yeah. yeah. And those are my fun facts. Well, thank you for your fun facts, well, Jen. Thank can you. we do the scary scale? We can yeah. do the scary scale. Hey, listeners, our scary scale is a scale we use to rank how scared we were when we watched the movie today. It's not a ranking of the quality of the film. It's how scary we found it. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Todd. It's a one. It's not scary at all. It's awesome. I love it. I want to watch it again. It's amazing, but it's not scary. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give it a one too. I'm going to preempt Mikey because I completely agree with you. One. I'm going to give it a one as well. Are you? And you're going to watch it again. You can't wait to see it. You love the music. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I honestly (laughs) thought you were going to rank it a little higher just for not liking musicals. (laughs) (laughs) I give it a 10 because I hate it. Every Every time they started a song I got I got scared <laughs> are they gonna make me sing or are they gonna dance I'm scared on of me? art <laughs> <laughs> so this week you guys made me watch Anna and the Apocalypse what are you guys making me watch next week we are going to watch a movie that came out pretty recently because guys it's almost 20 20- 20. And this is Barbara Walters. I was going to say Barbara <laughs> Walters should host the ball drop. Yeah. And so whether we are ready or not, Uh-oh. it's going to be 2020. <laughs> so we're going to watch Ready or Not. And I'm so excited because I didn't awesome. get a chance to see it in theaters. And I can't wait to watch it. You can it. stream it now. It's like for rent. A lot of people in the Facebook group have been talking about this movie since it came out. I know. I've heard, they loved it. It sounds like a cross between Knives Out, which was amazing, and Your Next, which I love is amazing. Knives out. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about it. I am I've never too. seen it too. So yeah. None awesome. of us have seen it. So we're excited. Well, awesome, guys. Check out Ready or Not before the next week episode drops. Get ready. Or not. (laughs) Yeah, don't do it. We're not the boss of you. So it has come time again for Mikey to test his rating skills on a five-star review. (laughs) So this one comes from Big D313. Wow, that is an interesting name. Big D313. Big D313. So what's the title of this review, Mikey? Love this. Review and a promise. They say, I love this podcast. Todd is my favorite, obviously. Oh, that's so nice. This review is ridiculous. I love this. (laughs) This review is accurate. As a gay black man, I will always be the most likely to die in a horror movie. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong, unfortunately. But I love horror movies. Go figure. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I will make a promise. Okay. If you review A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, I will donate to the Patreon because I definitely want a shout out when you review that movie. Ah, nice. <laughs> awesome, okay. Well, not, you got a shout out. Not just because the black guy survives, LOL. Oh, uh, spoilers! spoilers! I haven't seen that movie! <laughs> Winky face, tongue out emoji. <laughs> 
I, I don't think you have to read the emoji. Shut up. I'm okay. doing this. This is my you thing. Do you do you. do you. Love you all and keep killing it, Derek. Oh, Derek. thanks. And that's nice. Derek from the beginning? Yeah, Derek yeah. is a $50 patron now, so he gets a shout out in the beginning of every episode. He does. Thank you, Derek. Ironically, we're never going to review our Nightmare on the Street 3. Oh, no, it's Oh, we list. definitely will. Yeah, because yeah, I've heard that's really good. I yeah. haven't seen it. We've done the first You've one. You've never seen it? Mm-mm. We've done the first one. We need to do the whole series. We like, do. we're doing Halloween and we're doing Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. It's very kind. Thank you for joining the Patreon family as well and the Facebook group. Yeah. yeah. And that gave me an idea. Oh, did it? If you don't want to leave an accent for Mikey, leave some emoji sentences. I love this. I love this. So thank you so much for leaving that five-star yes, review. And guys, you so if much. you want us to read your five-star review, all you have to do is leave us a five-star leave review. A five it's that review. simple, guys. Yeah. So leave an accent for Mikey. Leave some emoji sentences like mm-hmm. Jen was saying. It'd be great. Leave that review. It really does help people find the show. Yeah. And be like Derek and join our Patreon because you get a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one spot left at that $50 level. So go ahead and sign up for it. Lock it down. Get your weekly shout out. There's a bunch of other great levels there too. If someone usurps your spot at that $50 Uh level, there's other levels you can sign up for to get a lot of great stuff. So check it out. We're going to be adding new stuff in January. We've been talking out at our pod lunches. So we'll Mm -hmm. figure all that out and announce that actually pretty soon. Yeah. And if you want to be the first to get those announcements, join the Facebook group. The Facebook group is where we sort of talk every day and it's like daily free content that you can get Mm -hmm. so make sure you're getting in on that awesome stuff and if you want to reach out to us separately on socials jen is at jen ferratu on all the socials mikey's at m randolph 24 and i am at todd j awesome we are a member of the modern horse podcast network of course and if you're listening to us in their feed well done join over our feed and you'll actually get it two days earlier because we release there on wednesday we release here on mondays so don't Forget it. Also, if you're listening to their feed, you're getting their great show, the Modern Horrors Podcast. You're getting Death Dying and Other Things, as well as the lovely Final Girls. <laughs> Every time, man. If you want to check out Jen's blog or links to the merch store, stuff like that, go to horrorvirgin.com. It's up there. It's great. Yeah. Check it out. So that's going to be it from us, guys. I feel like we need to sing it, though. Oh. That's going to be it from us, guys. Oh, yeah, it is. We've had so much fun singing and dancing. Mikey hasn't had very much fun. <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> this movie made me weak. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your whole virgin Todd. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I just can't sing. I can't fit in with y'all you in this. Nerd, nerds, nerds. <laughs> Musical nerds. <laughs> Todd's personal email is. <laughs> Do you even know it? Like you me? have to sing it. I send you rough cuts of every edit <laughs> every week. Do you even know what email address <laughs> it comes from? Todd. Oh.